Good morning, guys. It's Dr. Andre Pineset, the pre-med productivity expert. And today, the quote is, if we did all the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astonish ourselves. I'll repeat it. If we did all the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astonish ourselves. And that's Thomas Edison. This is your first time joining me. I'm Dr. Andre Pineset. I specialize in helping students get better, be their best, and ultimately, if they're pre-med, get to medical school. I hope that this podcast can be informational, can be inspirational, and help you get better every single day. And that's why we are coming at you every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m., bringing you a new inspirational, strategic, motivational, something to help you get better that day. And so today's quote, like I said, is if we did all the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astonish ourselves. Thomas Edison. I love this quote, guys, because one of the biggest limiters of our lives is ourselves. We doubt ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. And when we have that doubt, when we have that lack of trust and that lack of belief that we can succeed, what do we do? We don't try. And the most common form of not trying is that procrastination we all experience, where you 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 want something, but you're not sure you can get it done. It seems hard. It seems more difficult than what you're ready for. And so you put it off. You do something else that's more pleasurable. So you don't try. And as a result of not trying or not even, sometimes we try, but we don't give a full effort. Because if we give a full effort, what if we fail? Does that make us a failure? That's how we think about things. And so by not giving that full effort, we set ourselves up for failure. We make it an impossibility for us to succeed. And by doing so, we reinforce this self-doubt and this mistrust of ourselves. The end result is we then realize, man, I think I might have, could have, would have, should have possibly done better. And so we start to have that what if thought on the back end. So not only did we fail, but now we start to think to ourselves, well, wait, could I have succeeded? I could have succeeded. And we have that what if, and that what if turns into regret. And we repeat this cycle over and over again, accumulating these regrets and these negative thoughts towards our behaviors and our actions and our outcomes. And it's more self-doubt. It's more mistrust. It's more thinking you're inferior and you become this inferior thought pattern and you can never get out of it, guys. You can never catch up and you can never be a successful person. And for me, I wholeheartedly agree with this quote. Because I have done things, guys, I've had tremendous success, but there were, at the time when I was starting these things out, I could have had doubts. I could have had doubts. And there are even moments now where I have doubts about things that I'm doing. Even this, right? Talking to you guys in an audio format on a podcast, that's something that is new to me, is foreign to me. And I'm trying to figure out how to make it the best it can be. But what I believe and what I encourage you guys to believe is what I'm always telling you. It's no excuses, just dominate. That's what we say, right, guys? It says no excuses, just dominate. And when you embody this and when you say this and you believe this in your whole heart and you tell yourself, listen, no excuses, I'm just going to dominate. What happens is is that nothing becomes impossible at that point. You just say, I'm going to go for it. 
And that's what I do every single time. I just go for it. No matter what doubts I have, what, what mistrust of myself I have and, un, and uncertainty I have, I just go for it. And I don't go for it a little bit. I go for it a lot of bit, a thousand percent, not a hundred percent, a thousand percent. I go for it. And the net consequence is that 10 out of 10 times, guys, I succeed. That's correct, guys. I have a hundred percent success rate in my life in things that I pursue. Now, that's a little leading or misleading, but what you guys are going to say is that's impossible. And I would argue it's not impossible because I give 100,000%. And even though I say I succeed 10 out of 10 times, that success is not without setbacks. And this is very important for you guys to recognize and acknowledge the difference between a setback and a failure because they're not the same thing. A setback is a short term, but for some of us, we let that setback become a full failure. Then, right, by tricking ourselves into letting a setback become a full failure, it's a failure in our perception. We have failed to understand that everything that is in our way, every stumble is just that it's a stumble. Every fall is just that it's a fall, it's a knockdown, but you can get back up. And the people who are successful, the reason I'm successful 10 out of 10 times is because whenever I hit a wall, whenever I get knocked back, I understand this is not the end. This is just an opportunity for me to redirect and reroute, for me to get better, for me to find a better angle to get at what I'm trying to get at. And so I keep charging. And for you guys, this is so important because you guys, it's so easy to be discouraged. It's so easy to be turned away when you experience failure, when you feel that sense of shame that you didn't go the way you wanted to go. But that doesn't mean you failed. It just means you have to try something different. Does that make sense, guys? Are we getting what I'm saying here? It's not failure unless you allow it to be failure. I keep charging forward a thousand miles per hour. The perfect example of this is an undergrad. As you guys know, I'm a first-generation college student. I'm from a disadvantaged background, so I didn't have a lot of money in college. And I wanted to be efficient about my time in terms of being able to support myself in college, but then also being able to be a standout for medical school applications because that was my ultimate goal. And so I started a tutoring company to help students learn and to help myself make money to support myself in college. And my tutoring company went through four rebrands, guys. Four rebrands. Multiple battles with tutors over clients and different companies over different things. And it was always these setbacks that would occur. Oh, this is a stumble. This is a stumble. This is a loss of revenue. This is a loss of a client. All these things would happen. And I would see my clientele dip. And instead of giving up, I would rebrand. I would go take the time, sit down, spend hours and hours and hours rebranding my company, thinking about what I could do to be better, to be more perfect, to be more successful in tutoring. And the net consequence at the end of all this, right, is that I had a very successful tutoring company that allowed me to pay for a good chunk of my college, allowed me to grow myself as a learner and as a studier, which is why I can bring you guys great study strategies, is that I grew through this process. I didn't settle for where, where I was having setbacks, where I was having delays. I would go through it. And it was the same thing within that tutoring company. When I worked with a student, maybe they didn't get what I was saying the first time, the way I said it. And what I got very good at and the reason I became a very effective tutor was that I had 15 different ways of explaining everything. 
I would be creative in how I would deliver it to the student. If they didn't understand, I didn't keep hitting them with the same rhetoric. I would change up the wording, change up the phrasing, change up the metaphors to bring them something new and different to make sure that wasn't a failure to connect. It was a success that they learned. The other thing, right? One of the big things that I stumbled in, right? That you could call a failure. No, I stumbled in was mentorship utilization. I was slow to recognize the value of mentors and what they could bring to me and help my career get better. And so what I would do is I would, I would acquire mentors and I would not utilize them. I'd be scared to reach out to them. I'd be scared to ask them for things thinking, oh, they don't want to be bothered by me. I'm bugging them. And what I failed to recognize is that a mentor is only as good as a mentee. And as a mentee, I had to step up and ask so that I could receive. And through those setbacks and that learning and those failures and those failed relationships, I now have strong relationships with my mentors. And that's what I encourage you guys to do. And if you guys can see from these brief examples, and they may not connect with you, but I hope you guys can get what I'm saying here, is that, yes, I've had setbacks. I've had things that people would call failures, but I don't call them failures because I know that they're getting me closer to having the success. And now I have lots of successful mentors despite having, quote unquote, failed mentorship situations in the past. I had a successful tutoring company after failing the tutoring company multiple times. That's what it's about, guys. On your way to medical school, you're going to have stumbles where you're going to fail a class, where, where you're going to lose out on an opportunity, where you're going to feel like you're inferior to someone else. And I encourage you to remember this, what Thomas Edison has said to us. If we did all the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astonish ourselves. And I promise you guys, if you go out and you go after the things you want, you will recognize very, very quickly how capable you are and you will be astonished by the results. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Every day, 6 a.m., I'm live on here bringing it to you guys. Check out my website, www.premedproductivity.com. And I'm live on Facebook, The Pre-Med Productivity Expert, every Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, live, y'all. Call in and submit your questions.